Hello and welcome to the Lit Up and Liberated podcast. I'm your host, Yvette Mayer. I was a high-flying advertising exec with a 30-year-long career and I left it all to follow my passions. In this show, you'll hear from ordinary humans who've risked it all and relaunched their lives, along with stories from me, insights and tips to fuel your new biz. So get ready to feel lit up and liberated. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. This week, I am talking self-love. It's a different sort of episode to the last one I did on this topic. So back in mid-December, I talked about the huge importance of working on your self-love before, and yes, I really mean before, you step into your own business. Now, this came up after so many of the people that I interviewed for the podcast talked about this as their greatest advice for you listening along, hoping to launch a business or in the early stages of your own business now. And of course, that led me to a podcast on the topic and we covered or I covered a lot about why this is so hugely important and nothing's changed on that front. I am so anchored in and certain that it's a critical component for any of you about to or in early stages of your own business. It's definitely been a piece of the puzzle I needed to fit in properly myself. And having done the work, I am in a really good place to be able to share not just why it's important, but also how. So that is the reason I thought I would come back with a second related episode, only this time I'm going to be talking about how to love yourself. Well, actually, I'm going to call this episode Love Yourself Happy. And happiness is, of course, a huge goal for everyone, for all of us. Every single client I work with, no matter what other goals they come to me with, ultimately, their number one is finding their way back to or to happiness. So with that in mind, I am going to take you through 10 ways or 10 steps to love yourself happy. Now, my experience has been in studying this and kind of obsessing over it as a result of, I would say, going through breast cancer and having this awakening to wanting more out of life and also realizing that I hadn't been truly honest with myself. I hadn't looked at what was going on on the inside and realized that I actually was missing some really, really important things. And the main one that I've talked about since is meaning or meaning and purpose when it came to my work and how I contribute in the world. However, very much related was my lack of self-love. And I had been just buffering for years, years and years through anxiety and depression and on into addiction, in particular, 
over drinking was my main method of the buffer. And so for those of you who haven't studied this, buffering is using an external stimulus to calm our nervous system. So it could you could actually buffer buffer <laughs> you could actually buffer with pharmaceutical drugs. Most people tend to turn to alcohol. Uh, maybe street drugs, food, uh, all manner of things that help them feel calmer and soothed. I think that word soothed is really important when it comes to buffering. And you, I'm sure you can relate to this. When you've been through any form of emotional upheaval, you go looking for something to comfort you. And unfortunately, instead of dealing with the discomfort, we buffer. And without dealing with that discomfort, we can erode our self-esteem, our self-respect and weaken our self-love or actually worse. And I would go as far as to say I had a lot of self-loathing going on. So that's my background. Since then, I've become a coach and I work with many of my clients to help them step into their happiest version and to truly fall back in love with themselves. And I've also myself had an incredible ride that has landed me with a really, really healthy sense of this self-love, high self-esteem and high self-respect. So without further ado, here are my top 10 ways to love yourself happy. Number one is leading yourself to happiness. Many of us identify as being a leader. And in fact, I would go as far as to say I was born to lead. And if you check out my human design chart, it says that too. But really, how well do we lead ourselves? Now, if you were the CEO or managing a team, you would need to consider all of the factors within that remit. And I'm talking finances, strategy, the people strategy, fun, culture, and so on, and provide holistic and optimized operation. And yet, when it comes to our own lives, we lean in to our strengths and ignore our weaknesses. And you will identify this if you do things like overdrink or spend money on a credit card, stress about money because you live beyond your means, neglect your health and so on. All of these are aspects of you living a fulfilling and happy life. But without you stepping into this role as the CEO of you, you can get into this place of ignoring those elements that you are less comfortable with and you become a bit of a hot mess. At least that was how I would consider myself looking back on the version of me that hadn't done this work. So it's really important to think of yourself as the CEO of your life and step in and take responsibility for your happiness. The second one is taking care of you first. It goes against the grain. We often believe or think that this kind of behavior is selfish when it is 
absolutely the reverse. It's the oxygen mask theory, right? If you don't take care of you first, you are actually incapable of giving the best of you to support those that you love or your peers, your colleagues, and so on. You're not your best you and therefore you are offering a lesser version and that is actually selfish. So take care of you first and I'm talking about self-care practices, learning mindfulness techniques, understanding the stresses in your life, getting serious about things like your energy, your nutrition and really, really understanding that this concept of needing to look after you is the best thing that you can do for those you love. Number three is mastering your mindset. And I'm sure you continually hear that mindset is everything. It kind of is. And you want to know why? Well, at least the reason it's spoken about so frequently is that it is scientifically proven to be a leading success factor. The studies are in. The other great thing about your mindset is it's something that you can work on and improve. So mastering your mindset is available to you and having a killer mindset will absolutely transform how you think and more importantly, how you feel about yourself. And yes, I'm talking about self-love. Number four is owning your superpowers. And if I asked you what you are uniquely awesome at, What would you say to me? How long has it been since you've taken time out to fully reflect on your uniquely awesome self? I hope it hasn't been too long, but if it has, let this be the inspiration to get you thinking about this. What happens during the course of our lives is we're conditioned by the people and the environments that we surround ourselves in or that we are surrounded in, let's face it, because a lot of this happens from the age of zero to seven. And these conditions, they're kind of like layers that block us from our true self. And that's why we lack clarity. We lack this sense of knowing. It's the conditioning getting in the way of this connection to self. I love the word superpowers because it really is a celebration of what we're innately here to do. So think back to your childhood. What are those gifts, those talents? What are you naturally skilled in? And are you suppressing any of that? And to this day, if you really observe the arc of your life, how can you tap back into those moments of incredible flow? They are a massive clue in regards to your superpowers. Number five is give more than you get. I'm talking about in relationships, but also beyond. We actually get more joy from giving than receiving. It's a fact. So step back. There are opportunities all around you to give love, to be of service, to contribute, make a positive impact and build a lasting legacy. I have to say that this was something that became incredibly important to me after breast cancer. (laughs) I think running with your mortality will do this to you. You suddenly start to wonder about what people would say about you or think of you if you weren't around anymore. 
not trying to be morbid, of course, but it really is the truth. Well, at least it's my truth. And that got me considering how I could give back. What am I best placed to do in terms of contribution? And it ultimately led me to here, to being a coach, a life coach and a business coach. And what I now call myself as well, get ready for it, a happiness influencer. Okay, number six is develop a good relationship with money. If we're not on top of our finances, it can be incredibly stressful. In fact, it's one of the top five life stresses according to every piece of research I've ever looked at. And it, it's another relationship that you can work on. So it's, it, it is mindset as well, which is why we can work on it to a degree. It's also to do with your belief system. And if you were brought up in a household that had faulty beliefs around money, it's almost certain that you've carried those forward, but they're not your beliefs. These are your conditioned beliefs. So unpacking them and working specifically on your money mindset will really help you move forward and become more abundant and magnetic with money. And don't we all want that? Number seven is building the courage to be the real you. Gosh, I've got to tell you, when I gave up drinking alcohol, my biggest fear was that my family wouldn't love me anymore. Now, I come from a family of big drinkers, not big, massive drinkers, and I was right in the middle of it for most of my adult life. In fact, if anything, I was at the top end, you know, like right on the verge of alcoholism, which is where my father sits. I'm nothing if I'm not honest. And with that, I really put off this decision that was growing inside me around taking a step away from drinking or giving up altogether. I was so fearful. I'm happy to say that 14 months since my last sip of alcohol, my family still love me. Yay! Not only that, but at Christmas time this year, which is a huge drinking occasion for my family, I felt so held and supported in my decision that I was frankly shocked. The lesson in this is that when you truly come from a place of wanting to do the best thing for you, your family and your loved ones, they will support you. However, I do recognize that courage is a huge aspect. And if you are fearing this full expression of yourself, it pays to work on your courage muscle. And yes, courage is a muscle. You can grow it. So start with baby steps and work your way up to standing proud in all your authentic glory. Number eight is setting goals and underpinning them with plans and daily actions and habits and going on to achieve them. The happiest people you know have high self-respect. They look to the future rather than the past. They get creative in considering what's possible for them. They set goals and they show up for them. They show up for themselves. I tell you, every move you make in the right direction, and that is the direction of your goals and dreams, is a signal back to your soul 
telling you that you're worth it. And this is the genesis of self-love. In fact, of all of these 10 tips, this one, I think I would put at the top of the list. Doing the opposite, not having goals or having goals and failing to hold yourself accountable really erodes your self-confidence and your self-respect. And without self-respect in particular, you're going to find it very, very difficult to love yourself. So set goals and do more than that. Actually build plans, create behaviors and habits that you're going to do daily to deliver into these goals. When you do this, I can assure you, you're going to find a much healthier level of self-respect and ultimately you will love yourself happy. Number nine is understanding your intrinsic motivation style and actually harnessing it. We're all different when it comes to motivation and I can talk to the two main types, one being internally motivated or self-directed and the other externally motivated. When I talk to external motivation, what I mean is you're more likely to show up for others than for yourself. And I fall into this camp. If somebody else says, meet me at the gym at 6 a.m., I will be there no matter what. However, if I make a plan to do something at a certain time and I have only made that arrangement with me, I'm less likely to be there at the allotted time. I'll be there. I'm very high. I'm likely to be there, but I might be a little bit late. So understand this about yourself. Gretchen Rubin, who is a a happiness icon, if I may, she wrote a book and and studied a theory or developed a theory called the four tendencies. And in this, she expands on it further. She also has a free quiz. So jump online um, or I'll actually link to it in the in the show notes and you can do her four tendencies quiz and discover which of the four types you are. So in addition to this internal motivation versus external motivation, the other two she talks to are the rebel, which means any rule put in front of you, whether it's yours or somebody else's, you resist or Now, I forget the word for this, but being somebody that just loves a good rule and whether you set them for yourself or somebody else is holding you to account, you show up. Yeah, one of those people. And it's not me. And finally, number 10 is accept yourself just as you are. You are perfectly imperfect like every other human on the planet. And something else we have in common is this. We get to start again every single day. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And repeat. So if you're worrying about your past, if you think this is all too hard and not achievable for you, let that S-H-I-T go. Let it go. It is absolutely untrue. Accept yourself accept your past and start looking to the future and understanding that you have so much more potential, more potential than you could ever dream of. And it's time to start understanding that more and setting those goals. Like I said, in number eight, set those goals and create a plan, put those actions and habits into place each and every day. 
This will not only build your self-respect as we talked about, but it will set you up for so much more happiness. I do hope you've enjoyed this list. I absolutely loved putting it together. And here is a sneaky truth. These 10 topics are all covered in way more detail in my Planet Happy Love Yourself Happy course, which if you're listening to this now, which is around the 20th or the 21st of February 2020, you can sign up. It is open just for seven days for enrollment. I would love to see you in there. If you're planning to launch a business in the future and you're worried about your self-love, now is the time. It's your time. Get this stuff sorted out and I will be there for you every step of the way. To give you a little bit more info on the course, it's eight weeks. We start on the 29th of February. During the program, I'm going to call it a program and a course. I hope that doesn't confuse you. But during the program, there will be eight modules, which are actually eight of the 10 topics and the other two are fed within these modules and they'll be released once a week. The module comes with five to seven lessons which are received by video and they're only about five minutes long each. That being said, in addition to this roughly 30 minutes of video content that you'll get each week, there's a whole lot more fun in store for you. Firstly, there are exercises alongside or actions to take alongside every lesson. There's workbooks provided as well as a strong encouragement to get yourself a journal. There is a weekly Facebook group call where we'll be doing hot seat coaching as well as live Q&A. There's a WhatsApp group so that we can keep connected with the community, which has already started growing. I'm super, super excited about who's in with me already. And if you want to go for the full VIP experience, you can also access one-on-one private coaching with me at a really attractively packaged up price. You could even use the VIP package to do some business coaching whilst you immerse yourself in the Love Yourself Happy course and really work on elevating that self-worth. So I'm super excited this is in market at the moment. It's going to be live throughout March and April. As I said, it is really accessible price point wise. The link is going to be in the show notes. Check it out. I would love to hear from you. If you've got any questions, just email me at yvette at yvettemayer.com. I'll leave those details for you in the show notes as well. And I hope you have an awesome, awesome week and that you've enjoyed this episode and I'll be back for you next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for listening to the Lit Up and Liberated podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please go ahead and leave me a review so we can help more people like you find it. If you'd like to work with me as your private coach, please get in touch via email, Yvette at YvetteMayer.com. That's Yvette with a Y and Mayer, like John Mayer. To join my private Facebook community, that's all about giving you more practical tips for getting your new business up and thriving. Click on through in the show notes and join me over there. Have an awesome day and I'll be back soon.